Hey everybody, welcome, good morning. Thank you so much for being here. Uh, I love imparting information to people about happiness. This is what, um, I took a class yesterday. It was a really interesting class, all about increasing our happiness set point was the name of it. And it was given by uh, the teacher, her name is Marcy, Shim, I don't want to mispronounce her name, Shimoff, S-H-I-M-O-F-F, Marcy Shimoff, a New York Times bestselling author, author of Happy for No Reason and the co-founder of Your Year of Miracles. So it was, it was a really nice class. It was an hour class and she gave over quite a bit of information about increasing your happiness set point which is something that I think everybody, I think everybody's interested in. And if not, we should be interested in it because, you know, a happy person is a much healthier person. A happier person has less, they say your, your immunity is greater when you're happy. Um, everything works better, right? When you're happy. So she spoke, I'm gonna give over in, in the short time. Uh, the gist of what she said and over the next few weeks, maybe I'll expand upon it but she said 50% of happiness is genetic you know like if if one of your parents let's say I know people who one of their parents was like this really happy person and the other parent was not but they got they got something out of having at least one healthy happy parent, right and 10% is circumstantial, which is kind of interesting to me because um, that's a pretty low number, meaning that your circumstances are going to affect your happiness level. And 40%, that's a pretty big number, is based on your habits. So, so but she said, obviously, and we've heard this so often, that genetics Genetics may be the gun, so to speak, let's call it the gun, but your lifestyle, your habits are really the trigger. So if you are, let's say, genetically predisposed to not having a happy backgrounds and happy genetic pool, your parents suffered from depression, anxiety, uh, bipolar, I don't know, mental illness, I don't know, all these kinds of things. But obviously we have the power, especially through the biology of belief, she spoke about that a little bit too, the biology of belief, which is Bruce Lipton. The biology of belief um, can really change a lot of our happiness set point. So we need to keep constantly be changing our beliefs from the erroneous beliefs to positive, healing, happy beliefs, right? <laughs> and we can do that. So um, we have a responsibility. And the main thing she did emphasize was the thoughts. Okay, very, very simple, changing thoughts, learning to change your thoughts to positive, happy thoughts. But she said, every time you think a negative thought, go right in there and say, okay, I'm gonna think three positive thoughts. Like change it around, okay? So if you wake up and say, wow, you know, I'm like really feeling yucky, say, change it to something positive. I'm really grateful, I have uh, a roof over my head, I have food on my table, I have, you know, and one of the important points that she made was savoring it. Now, 
a lot of people, like I know for myself even, I, and I tried to change this this morning. This was a habit that I tried to change. Every morning, as you all know from my past classes, I write down 10 gratitudes. But usually I'm just like zipping them off. Like, oh, I'm grateful that I have a home. I'm grateful that, you know, I have uh, the sun is shining today. I'm grateful that I live in the United States of America. But she said, what can really shift your happiness set point is savoring those thoughts. So it's not just, I have, let's say, let's say you write down, I'm grateful for my home. So really think about it for 20 seconds. So this is not, it, it's, it's, this is again, changing our habitual way of thinking and being, savoring what makes us happy. Let's say you have a friend that makes you happy. I hope I am one of those people that makes you happy. So don't just like say, oh yeah, Nahama makes me happy. Think about like what, what, what about the relationship makes you happy? Um, remembering maybe a memory of that person being with you that made you happy, something that they gave you that made you happy. Take out your photographs maybe, look at a video with that person, that, but savor it. Like that was a really, that really struck me as something that I don't do that I really need to work on, change my habits of savoring. The same thing we spoke about with food, savor the food. You know, like a lot of us just are gulping down our food. It's like, it's like extraneous. We're not really even thinking, you know. Um, slow down your eating and savor every mouthful. You know, we have so much to be grateful for, right? Like Moshe spoke about that once, about taking, a, taking looking at, look at your bowl or look at your plate and go back and think about all the things that it took to get that food on your plate. <laughs> now that's called real gratitude, going all the way back to the farmer who planted the seed. You remember, it reminds me of that, you know, that children's story about the little red hen or something, you know, and like, you know, it goes all the way back to like, you know, uh, planting the seed and she says, you know, uh, but you weren't there, you know, the, somebody wanted the bread, you know, at the end of the, of the whole cycle. He said, well, where were you when I planted the seed and when I harvested, you know, and, and I took care of weeding the ground and when I took care of harvesting the wheat and when I took care of grinding the wheat and, you know, you just want the end products. You don't want to go through the whole process with me. Well, we can do that too. change our habits about looking at the things in our life that we do have to be grateful for. And of course, we need to make that gratitude list every day. But we need to also savor it. Like, like I, I never, I had never really heard that before. So that was something about this happiness, changing the happiness set point that I learned yesterday. That's really, really making an impact on my life right away. Like even this morning. So yeah, I wrote, I wrote in my gratitude list this morning. Um, I'm really grateful that I have a window I can look out of and I can see the sky. Okay, but then I sat there for 20 seconds and I looked at the sky and I noticed different things about the sky. I said, wow, well, I'm grateful for the clouds and I'm grateful for the color and I'm grateful for, and then it expands, the breeze that, that, that flows through the air that makes the, you know, the branches flow. So it becomes like much more of a deepening experience of gratitude. Okay, so that's one thing. She said, your heart. Okay, so even by, she said, even just by placing your hands on your heart, and I hope everybody 
I try to do that when I teach my classes too. Just scoop up that beautiful golden light of healing and bring it into your heart. And just by placing your hands on your heart, she said, you know, that can also help the body to create more serotonin and help you feel happier. Um, and your soul, and you know, open your heart to gratitude and forgiveness and scoop up all that gratitude and forgiveness and place it in your heart. And she said, you, you need quite a few things to be happy. You need to work on the body, increasing the serotonin level. And of course, we always talk about that with the exercise that increases serotonin, the herbs, the supplements. Sometimes we need to take medicine. Some of us, you know, depends on what's going on. Um, connecting to your soul, connecting to God in some way, to your higher power, your healing power, God, you know, doing some prayer, some meditation. That helps us feel more connected. And finding your life purpose, right? And uh, the garden. So the garden. The foundation, she said, the body. The foundation is your responsibility. Your mind is your thoughts. Your heart is opening your heart with gratitude and forgiveness. The body, we pre-serotonin. The soul, we get more connected to God, our healing power, our higher power. And the foundation, the, um, the foundation is also the garden, the garden of life, the people, the relationships, that's the garden. And she said, she spoke about expansion and contraction. And she did an exercise where she said, just, just contract your whole body, bring your head down and contract your body, squeeze, 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 and then open it up and feel the difference. Feel the difference. She said, even if you go contracted and you say, I'm happy, I'm happy, I'm happy, it's not going to have the same. <laughs> and you open up like this and say, I'm unhappy, I'm unhappy, I'm unhappy. She said, it's not, it's not going to work the same way. When you open up and say, I'm happy, I'm happy, I'm happy, it's a very, very different feeling. So, and she said something, um, expanding the energy to happiness. 95% of our thoughts are the same thoughts. So we really, really need to spend energy, people, on working on changing those 95% of your thoughts are the same thoughts. We have 60,000 thoughts a day. 80% of them are negative. 80% are negative, okay? And the negative, she said, is like Velcro, and the positive uh, is like te Teflon. The eight, it, like you, I, I'm sure you've seen that. You go through the day, you're having a really nice day. Somebody says something negative. Somebody says something that you know hurts your feelings. And what do we think about most of the day? What happened that was negative? The negative, she said, is like Velcro. It sticks. The positive is like Teflon. It just <laughs> disappears very, very quickly. So be on the lookout for the good and get rid of that addictive quality to negative. So this takes work. I'm not going to say it's easy. This takes work. And if you notice a negative, find three positives. I spoke about that before. So every time you find a negative, one of my friends says, wear a rubber band, snap it. Every time you feel a negative, snap it and think three positive things. That's, a, that's a, a good hint for trying to change one of our habits. So 
So why don't we try and doing that? Get a rubber band, put it on your wrist. Let's all do that, you know, during the week this week. And let's see if that helps. And every time you're thinking a negative thought, snap it. Try to notice, try to keep aware of am I having a negative thought? I'm not good enough. This isn't great. You know, this isn't working. That's not working in my life. How come I'm not this? How come I'm not that? And snap it and say, wow, let me look at what is working in my life. Let me shift gears and snap out of it. <laughs> there was a movie like that. What was the name of that movie? Moonstruck. It was called Moonstruck. And it was with um, Cher and, and Nicolas Cage or something. And, and she's like, smacks him across the face and you just snap out of it. <laughs> well, I don't want you to snap your, slap yourself across the face. But how about snapping a rubber band? I'm going to get one for my draw. I have a, a drawer full of rubber bands. So if you live in my neighborhood and you need a rubber band or you want to travel over, I have all kinds of colors of rubber bands. <laughs> I'll be happy to give you one or a bunch of them. And um, feel love. Yeah, Mocha just threw me a, a yellow rubber band. So I'm going to put that around my wrist. And I'm going to try that today. I'm really going to try that because these are new habits that we can acquire to help to change our brain. Okay? There's a lot more that she spoke about. Very, very fascinating. Um, I'm going to give over more of that next week. More hints about changing your happiness set point. But for today, mashallah. For today, um, this is what I want to give over to you, and we can open up for um, questions and comments. We're going to stop the recording, and uh, I'm going to allow you to unmute your device and allow participants, and you can ask any questions or comments that you might have.